Oh, yes. Come on, everybody, in the place to be. It's the big report that you came to see. The MSMC yeah. MC from the 323. Oh. Oh. Gabba Sounds familiar. Gabba Sonic. Throwing my down. Master G Roots in the house. <laughs> what? <laughs> Master G Roots? Master yeah, G man. Roots. Gangster Roots. I like it, dude. Son. I like it. Gangster from the 626. Uh, give it to him. Uh. Shane Let's get this thing started. Welcome everybody to episode number thirty-nine of uh-huh, the uh-huh, Beta Report. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your co-hosts. I'm Jeff. We got Uno. Hola. We got Gala Sonic. Yo. Okay, Ruth. I was gonna say Hola, but then he said Hola. So. <laughs> it just threw you all off. Yeah. Yeah. It just threw me off. And we got Jay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's awesome. I want you to do that all freaking you night, should dude. Do, you should do Is that dude. from somewhere? Yeah, Fat Boys, the dude. Fat Boys rap. Right. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. I was like, why am I? Now, Fat Boys are back. Fat old school hip hop. Boys. But, uh, Someone from the audience was wondering that question, so that's why I no, asked. No, dude, everyone know. listening to us right now is hating us because they're probably like on earphones and they're like, what are they doing? I just have like hot breath in my ear right now, dude. <laughs> I knew hey, somebody hey, that. we're making the experience <laughs> real, everybody. I know somebody that breathed like that, like, really. Like, that was their regular breathing. Oh, dude, R.I.P. Big Lou or what? <laughs> 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 By the way, uh, just a quick uh, update. He is, uh, uh, you know, uh, farming his pepinos out there. He's yeah, still, they he's sell pepino water now at Vaughn's. So, I mean, no, dude, that's him, dude. He's, he's venturing out to that's pepino him, water dude. now, yeah. dude. That is yeah. him. I was man. so surprised. Big moves. Big moves, dude. Big dreams. Shout out, shout out to uh, Louis Pepino Farm. So how's everybody doing? Everybody yeah, had a man. good long weekend? Memorial Day weekend. Yes, sir. Rested. Did you guys do? Not. Do anything? Well, I saw I saw Game of Thrones and I saw X-Men. Cool, cool. And then I was like, what did I just do in my life? That's <laughs> 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 pretty sad. <laughs> I was really sad after. I was like, I just wasted four hours. Dude, that's not bad, dude. Bad at all. That's not wasting, dude. Come I should have watched Civil War Game twice. Of Thrones and X Men was not a waste of time. Game of Thrones sucked this last episode. What? And then like, suck is a what? strong word, dude. And it then did not well, suck. when you compare, it I didn't to the even last watch the episode, episode, and I could tell you it was good, dude. It was not good. It was good. Um, it, it wasn't. No, it was good. Really good. Guys, moments. first of all, stop. You didn't read the books. <laughs> oh my god. Now, first of all, you didn't either. Yeah. Listen to them. Let's get that. I consume the books. Should, should we? Should I talk about this, or am I being disrupted? Honestly, no, no, no. honestly, I don't even think the books matter anymore because they're off the books they already. Away even within the show, and pause. For it. And 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 they're better for straying it. Straying away from the books was the best thing that's happened to Game of Thrones. You don't know that. No, you yes, no, I do yes, know that. You don't know that, dude. Martin, yes, we do. Ain't over there like you have to oh, know what the books are about that. to say. That you don't know that. Yes, it is because so much better. It's just because we finally get to know what's happening. As opposed to just waiting for the next right. book. The book is going to way surpass the show by all ways. I don't think so. I beg to nah. differ. Uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> there would be no <laughs> Game of Thrones shows without the books. <laughs> Agree to disagree. But, so, um, but, yeah, yeah, okay, but, okay, okay. Wrong. No, no, no. So are you saying just because... No, no, no. Are you saying just because it's not based off of his his uh, writing that it's not good? Look, no. What's up? Can I tell you what right what's up? Yeah, go ahead. I think the stupidest thing of this Benjamin? last episode is the whole flip that they did at King's Landing 
about Marjorie getting turned and manipulated by the High Sparrow. Because even throughout the show, we've seen she's cunning, she's manipulative, she's strong. And all of a sudden, some guy in a freaking potato sack cloth flips her. I don't buy it. I disagree that she's strong. She's not strong. She's just been in power her whole life. I, honestly, though, you know, we don't know don't if she's it. flipped. Because what you say is right. She's cunning. She's manipulative. Right. So how do we know that she's not still manip- uh, manipulating This is the, the thing. She ruined the plans. Like, had she been like, had she not flipped? And I think, I think the writers purposely put the mom saying, like, he's winning. Like, to verify, like, she means this. You know what I mean? Dude, that to me was stupid. We don't hold know up, that hold yet. Up, hold up, hold up. Look, look. If, if it turns yet, out, though. if Marjorie's still being manipulative, great. But this whole, like, I don't buy this crap. Like, that, that, that wait, really wait, wait. irritated me. One thing that me. I don't understand, and I just, I read this the other day, was that, like, why do they keep talking about taking out the High Sparrow, but they don't take him out? Don't they have, like, right. the King's Guard? Don't they have, like... The Lannister army? Yeah, don't they have, like, a the buttload Martell of people? Army. Yeah, like a bunch of... Well, like, wait, wait, yeah, army. But that, that High but, Sparrow made that clear when he said, yeah, you may have the armies, but they are the people. Yeah. They are But everyone. we don't, like... Like, have, this is... Pause. Like, every family has... Every, every, every family has, like, families dedicated to them, right? Like, families that are loyal to them. Like, are you telling me there's, like, Martells have a... I mean, I'm sorry. The Tyrells have an army of 50,000 soldiers... And they don't have enough people to like win over King Landing. Well, it's also a. a well, but remember, he move. said in like last season, he said that he can control um, the the people who provide the food, the work, all that stuff. If if that the people latrines. rebel, it's what good is it? Uh, you have no one. to yeah, rule over. To roll over. Yeah, but well, see, King's Landing comes on a King's dragon Landing. and jacks all the food. Well, out. whatever. This High Sparrow thing, like, he's just, what the hell? Then the other thing is, like, I don't care about the Greyjoys. Get out of here with that story. There was no Greyjoys this last episode. Not this episode. Yeah. I don't care so about look, their story. You're, you're, just to kind of wrap it up, because we're going we're gonna to venture off too much into this. But you're right, though. I didn't say it was a good episode. It didn't, I don't think it sucked. But, yeah, there were issues with it, like the whole uh, uh, High Sparrow Marjorie? thing. I agree with you on high that. Sparrow? That was, that was kind of dumb. The... Um, you know, the Arya thing, all of a sudden she's training, but now she gives up on that. And now yeah. that was kind of weird, that flip thing. It was too, sudden. So. It was abrupt. Yeah. So, but I'm glad that she still wants to keep the Stark name, but then she like never really fully trained. So, but yeah. who knows? But anyways, um, we got a good show. It's Game of Thrones is not actually supposed to be part of the show, but, <laughs> but it's, uh, we're, we're excited about that uh, show. We really like dun, it. So. Dun, 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 uh, dun. Um, but we got uh, we got a great show for you guys. We want to talk about uh, X Men. We you know, we saw that movie, and we want to talk a little bit about what our review for that movie is. Hated it. This is <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> gave it two snaps. <laughs> Man, remember those videos we did, dude? Again? Jessica and Zulia, My sister and Jessica, one of our old friends. And me and Nelson, we did our own Living Color videos, so <laughs> that was pretty funny. Hey, did it. Um, we're going to talk. This is a, a special sort of a Memorial Day episode. Put it on Facebook, episode. by the way. We'll look for that. Put it on Facebook. A special Memorial Day episode where we want to talk about what our best war movie is. We want to cast our own all-female war movie because that's sort of the thing now, right? We gotta, we're going to have an all-girl Expendables, all-girl Ghostbusters. So we want to go and follow that trend and see what we would do with our own all female war movie. So all girl DC and movie too, we want to share a little bit about yeah. our yeah. own personal wars. Oh yeah, show a, a little bit of our stories and see 
somebody we wanted to or something that we wanted to go to war with. So we, that's going to be a fun little thing when we talk about that. But uh, get to know me. Okay. Hey, before <laughs> we, we go, before we start heights. that, <laughs> before we go into that, have you guys been following this whole thing about this gorilla thing? The story about yeah, the Harambe. Harambe. Harambe got shot, dude. Dude. It's crazy, right? All this stuff. I mean, there's so many opinions from that, that that go across the whole spectrum, you know. But for the people that don't know, over the weekend, where was it? Over the, over the weekend, right? Where um, in Cincinnati, someone's kid went over the wall or or, or through the wall, I guess, uh, over the barrier, over which the barrier. was three feet right. through the bushes, and fell into a 15 foot moat. Like the moat drop was 15 feet of a gorilla. Uh, yeah, in, in, of a gorilla. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, habitat. Habitat. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm there's video of it, and there's video of the gorilla. Oh, they got a video of the kid falling. Yeah, they have a video. Well, no, not the kid falling, but the kid already the in moat. that moat oh, area. Wow. Yeah, with the gorilla. Like, um, well, what's funny is that people like to put up and choose certain things. Like, there's video of the gorilla. Like, looks like he's being protective. You know, like taking. But then there's if you continue watching the video, he starts dragging the kid yeah. through the moat. He's, he actually swings the kid against the concrete. He easily could have killed that, that yeah. kid. So what the controversy is that they shot, they had to shoot the gorilla in order to, yeah. you know. But now all these people are saying, you know, are calling for the head of the, mo- of the parents, you know. Uh, Why don't they just tranquilize that fool? Well, they're saying that it, because it takes it a while agitates. for it to sink in. Yeah, it takes a while for it to sink in. And then when it happens, it agitates the animal. You know what's so, so, so they were... <laughs> It was a risk that they were not willing to yeah. take, though, when it comes. Yeah, to yeah that's true. I mean, dude, I've like, seen, I've seen old school, dude. That thing works fast. Yeah, I, I like you, man. <laughs> hey. I like you, man. Yes. I like you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> You're funny, man. <laughs> You're crazy, but I like you, <laughs> dude. Um, it's just crazy because these people are like are like sending death threats to the mom. That dude. sucks, dude. It's like, look, you know. Honestly, there is some fault, I think. Wait, wait, you know? so say it again. How did the kid end up in the, in, in the, the moat? The, the parents have like four kids. Obviously, right. they didn't watch the kid or something, and he went through or, or went over How a three-foot barrier, four years old. Oh. Went over a four-foot barrier and then fell down to where the moat is, oh, where crap. the gorillas are at. So, like, I don't know. He fell into the moat. And then, so think of it as like a U-shape, right? It's yeah. like zoo, uh, zoo goers are on one side, the animals on the other, and then the dip is where right, the moat right, is right, at. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah. the moat's like about yeah, one and a half right. feet. Yeah, yeah. It's like that uh-huh. space so yeah. that they don't, you know. Was get it just you. one gorilla in there too? They there was four like gorillas in there. But it was one, it was the, like the male gorilla. Like, uh, right. Yeah. And he, the, and, the zookeepers called the other gorillas in, into their uh, sleeping quarters and the three responded, but one did not. The male gorilla did not. He went after the kid. What's, what's interesting. amazing reaction time though on the zoo's part. Yeah. I mean. Reaction, dude, it took 10 minutes. Well, I mean, you're not. That's a long time. As a parent, it, 10 it? minutes is a long time as you're it watching is, your but kid. but it right? isn't. I mean, you're not dude, thinking a, a kid's going to fall into the gorilla pit like immediately. No, so, I know. Like, but he fell in there and it was 10 minutes before they shot the gorilla. That's an, as a parent, yeah. that's an eternity. Yeah, yeah but like, no, but I, see what he, but I see what he's saying, though. It's like they're not. Obviously, there aren't people just. Watching like that. that exhibit, it's not like so a, well, it's, it's not like, like a pool and a lifeguard, right, yeah. right? Right, and it just took that food ten minutes to take his whistle off, take his sunglasses <laughs> off, decide where he was gonna dive in like the they pool, literally stretch, run, stretch out, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but I think, um, nice, I, I think um, the the 
I don't. I'm not. I'm not criticizing how long it took. The ten minutes, but um, it, that, that's fine. Whatever. I, I'm sure they had to figure out what to do. Because I'm sure they talked. We're like, should we should we tranquilize them? They said no, we can't do that. Or and you know, they the, so they killed the, the gorilla. So the the a lot of people are complaining. Is like, no, you should tranquilize them. Even, but the the, the fact is that a lot of the the experts, animal experts, the zoo director, all agree. That the best decision was to unfortunately Shoot put gorilla. down the gorilla, and it's sad. Obviously, it's, it's sad, but come on, you have a human life and yeah. the gorilla, and unfortunately, you know. So, but but, what do you guys think? Should the parents be prosecuted for negligence? That's no, possible. No, uh, like I, they're, I, they're actually looking. Into I think. That, really. Well, you guys are parents. I'm not right. Like you guys are all have kids, but I feel like. Like every parent can lose like their their child for like two minutes, one minute, thirty seconds, and that's all it need that needed to happen. Cause like the way the way like the way I read it is they're standing in front of that thing, like they're standing in front of the gorillas. It's not like this kid went off and disappeared over the span of five minutes or whatever. It's like happened quickly, is the way everybody's describing. It. And it's like I've I'm I know like I've been like let's say watching my little sister. Or even like shopping with my girlfriend, and I look lose sight of her. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. I don't think. Well, like I, I, like it's like what is negligence? Is negligence losing sight of your child for thirty seconds, two minutes? You know what I mean? Like is that really negligence? Honestly, as a parent, and when you're thinking about this barrier, I don't think it took thirty seconds. Yeah, I, I, just, I think I that, well, that's what the kids believe that they could. That's just what like, they said. That the kid could be going through this barrier, and them just like not aware that their kid even crossed the barrier to begin with. Like if my, when I take my kid to the zoo, which we have passes, so we're there all the time. Like I'm completely aware of my kids doing something where he's the LA zoo. Yeah. Is it pretty dope? Yeah. It's pretty nice, man. I should say case. Uh, yeah, they have a cool dino exhibit right now. Do they really? Yeah. I'm oh, sick. Off topic. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty aware of my and kids like going above the lines the or below it, you know, the little yeah. barriers. So it's like for him to, for a gorilla pit, you would think that it'd be like, an obstacle for the kid himself like you wouldn't like it wouldn't just be like through the barriers yeah to me i I don't know if it happened this is how it happened but as a parent though i'm i dude i'm like always looking at where my kids are at always and then you're looking also like if they if if you let your kid like here let me see you let me see let me put it so you could see the gorilla you're holding them you're not gonna let them be like leaning over it and say I mean, as a, I don't know, as a parent, I see when, where there could be danger. So you kind of are extra careful. Yeah. So I, I, can, I can see how people could blame these parents for not paying attention, um, especially a four-year-old, you know? I mean, those are the ones you need to be watching the most, you know? But it, they had four kids? They had four kids. I mean, that's a challenge, four kids know, at yeah, the zoo. Dude. That's a, If you lose track of one kid out of four for like 30 seconds or something like that, I that seems hard. But I think the to youngest me. ones are the ones you pay attention to the most. You know what I mean? Those the are the ones. Is he, is he one of the youngest? kids? Um, I would have was to imagine. Was she there with her husband? I would have to imagine, yeah. I yeah. think we need to bring in the judge for this one, huh? Oh! Yeah, the judge. I, well, I'll tell you what my verdict would be. I'd put the parents and have them wear uh, uh, jackets made of bananas within the gorillas. <laughs> in the, in the for gorilla being negligent. enclosure? No, I think yeah, they should negligent. have to be Harambe for like a couple months now. <laughs> a gorilla suit, yeah, and a gorilla suit. <laughs> Be like, mm. anyways. Well, Cold that's blood. uh, that was our thoughts on that. <laughs> Let's go over to our first segment. Let's talk about apocalypse, X Men apocalypse. We're not gonna do the acapella thing again, right? 
Previously on X Men, Marv. Yeah, Marv. So currently, if you guys look at what the X Men reviews are like, they're a little bit mixed. Um, they're probably more on the negative side than the positive side. Uh, but I think that, and I, I saw the movie. I thought I think that helped me. Uh, lower my expectations on it, so it wasn't as bad as I hear the people saying. This there is are all problems we need with to it. Know. Better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. Definitely. Yeah. There we Clearly. go. They had no Martha. They had no weird guy trying to be a villain. There wasn't anything yeah. stupid. Like yeah. incredible. Like, there were things Martha. that were that were unsatisfying, but there wasn't anything stupid. Yeah. Really. Like what the hell? I was your so, king of Guatemala. Obviously, this is not. Um, uh, obviously, this is not uh, a spoiler-free. No, like, not, we're not going to spoil the movie. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say This it. is a spoiler-free review? Yeah, we're not going to, because it just came out, so we're going to give some opportunity to some people to, to watch it. But the only thing that we'll say- Camp it dies. The only thing that we will agree on uh, is that Quicksilver steals this movie again. Yeah. Because he sort of stole the movie on Days of Future Past. And I think he has an even better scene in this movie. And the good but thing is, is he given more to do in this movie he's than got, in the last one? Like, he's not just like, bum, that bum, one bum, scene bum, and then bum, he's bum, gone bum. for some reason? No, no. The good thing bum, is that I think people heard of how good, you know, the one of the bad things about Days of Future Past is that he's not in it enough. Mm-hmm. He's only in it for like, what, 20 minutes or so? Yeah. He's more prominent on, in this movie. He he features more prominently on this in this movie. Because I think people heard that he was so good in it. Right. And, uh, and he was good. I think he's probably one of the better parts of the movie is when he's on, on screen. He steals the movie. Nice. I, I think both him and for me personally, uh, him and Nightcrawler were probably the, the probably the parts that were the best in the movie. Sweet. Yeah, which were really cool. I think I liked a lot. And then, of course, there's the, and this is not a spoiler, but there's a Wolverine cameo. I won't say how, but it's, it is kind of a, cool little cameo that he comes out in. How much time do they give him in the movie? Dude, he's literally maybe seven minutes in the really? movie. Yeah. Maybe less. That's kind of weird, though, because he's like, he was a major role in like all the X-Men. Well, not X-Men First Class. Uh, um, I read an interview to, uh, today about that, is that they the reason why they didn't give him more screen time was because they did not want to take away the screen time from Jennifer Lawrence. Because she's she's I mean, she's the main yeah. character in the movie. She she really is, and she's. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know how I feel about that though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, I don't know how I feel about them putting Mystique as um a hero. As a hero, yeah. Like, like, and and not as much as like. I I think I would have been okay if she was like an anti-hero type of thing, where she just kind of they just like gave where she straddled both Jennifer sides Lawrence. a little bit. But yeah, they just kind of gave her the reins of like. This is your team, kind of a thing, and like you're the leader of this entire team, and and I don't know, I like I don't I don't know how I feel about that. And Mystique is cool too. I mean, she's definitely badass, but like, is she a better leader than Cyclops? You know, or like, well, Cyclops is a kid in this one. Oh, uh, yeah, but but okay. but I think what the the decision here was, I think Jennifer Lawrence is probably the best 
actress actor on that cast and there was a lot of faith in her to carry it but it seemed like she just phoned the performance in like she's kind of over that's a lot of the criticism that i hear coming from like all the reviews or whatever on her is that she does just kind of seem like she's like going through the motions yeah and not really like like embracing that role i guess like did she announce that like this is her last x-men movie um, she at first she did kind of say that she was kind of done with it, but what has come out um, on some of these websites is that she, her, Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy had made like a quote unquote unquote a pact uh, to that they will only come out in further X movies if all three of them come out in it. So uh, apparently that's the the thing. And I, how they left this X Men movie, uh, this last one. It seems like she will be the leader moving forward. And going with your point, I don't mind it as much. Um, yeah, she. I don't. I don't think she completely phoned it in. Um, I think that she played the part of uh, the reluctant hero, because that's that's the, kind of the theme in the movie is that she's she is regarded as this uh, mutant hero, and people uh, uh, hold her in high regard. And she's kind of downplaying that. So that's where it might come where she's like phoning phoning it in a little bit because she doesn't want to be that hero. But at the end, she embraces it. And you can see how she kind of, you know, is is fully in that movie. And then like the end kind of ended like I wanted to see more because they they show the little little, uh, quick thing thing about the danger room. And what's cool is that the way the danger room looked before it's like on, you know, is just like in the comics. I thought I, I really liked that. I thought that was pretty cool. How far is this from X Men: Days of Future Past? Uh, what timeline goes? Ten years because the wasn't yeah. Days of Future Past is in the seventies, and this is in the eighties. Uh, so ding. it's kind of going that way. Um, there were things that I didn't like about it, like they like the whole you know. I don't want to give anything away, but there were certain things that I think a little bit of loopholes, a little bit of you know, like Plot what's. Hole. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, plot holes. Like, what? What is? You know, we understand what Apocalypse's um, motivation is, but at the same time, it seems kind of like he wants to destroy the world, but he wants to rebuild it with mutants. But the way he's going about it, it seems like he'd kill the mutants too. So it's like kind well, of weird. Was kinda, wasn't, I'm sorry. Wasn't that kind of like the purpose though? Is like he wanted to weed out just all the weaker people. Anyways, but but his build it up on like yeah, the, but it almost seems like the way he's going about it, he's gonna kill everybody, yeah, including the strongest. Well, like, who I mean, survive? Not strong enough to survive. They didn't, but they it, to didn't, an extreme though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they didn't evil, flush it, they didn't flush out his motive enough. Yeah, yeah, like, that was the part that was kind of like yeah, yeah. you're right, like lackluster a little bit. Yeah, and Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac, we're it, inclined to want to love him, right? Yeah, like, I love all him, of us. but I think they just not didn't me. give him enough material. Dude. <laughs> uh, he was kind of like you know. I'll give you this. People were complaining about the way his look is, but in the movie, it wasn't as bad. Uh, know, it wasn't as bad. I think, uh, you know, like his, you know, in the movie, how his face, how his lips have that like line. They still had that. If you look, you know, when yeah. you look at his face, he still had it. So it, 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 I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I found it really distracting. Like there was some really? times when he just came on screen and he just felt like to me, he just came in as like a laughable dude. Like he just, he kind of reminded me. I know, like there was like talks about it on the internet, but he really did remind me of 
Ivan Ooze, like yeah, the bad guy the from Ranger. the Power Ranger movie way back. He really did. He really did look like. I, think, I was like, look at this. Like, I just couldn't. Yeah, I think what made him not. Uh, what the part of the issue was, and I love. We, you know, if you guys listen to this podcast, you you guys know we love Oscar Isaac, but I think the movie would have benefited if it was somebody a bit more. Physical, physically bigger, like the way Tom Hardy looks as Bane. Right. I think Tom Hardy would have been great because of the his body size. The, you I, know who it, else would have been great? Oh, hi! <laughs> I would have been the best for the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know what you guys were thinking. You didn't call in the movie producers and and get me my gig. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that would be. Good, Mr. Uh, Schwarzenegger. If he would have been yeah, uh, Apocalypse, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. What would what, be one of your lines in that movie? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, what's his name, dude? The guy from Green Mile. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Is he dead? Yeah, I yeah that's the black guy. That's a while ago. Yeah, dude. R.I.P. But you're right though. Somebody like that right. body size, something somebody But see that isn't more imposing that they, they could have just done in like post. They could have done like stilts like, on them and stuff like they did with Bane cuz Bane is like Tom Hardy's like 3 4 inches shorter. I think they put, they put that on stilts so. <laughs> no, no, no. They did give him like Who? not not necessarily Who? stilts. Sorry, Bane? Oh. Not necessarily like, like, platforms or like something? yeah, they gave him like platforms. Because he's like 4 inches shorter than like Christian Bale. Yeah. But you never felt that way when you were watching the movie, right? right? So it's like they could have done something like along those lines. Yeah, yeah, I guess they so. Do it for Tom Cruise all the time. Yeah, I know, for right? Sure. <laughs> Why is the camera always on the floor? <laughs> Dude, I was trying to. I had a question, but I can't. What it was, man? So the the movie. Uh, while you think oh, about that's that. what it was. Oh. Before you continue, did he have like that effect on his voice? Because it was weird. Because like in certain trailers he did have it, and then other trailers he didn't have it. Um. But um, yeah, I, w- I would have loved it if he did have it. If he kept it like throughout the whole movie, he doesn't. Uh, he does. He does. It goes in and out. Yeah, like well, depending on like depending on what he's saying, like the intensity or whatever. Yeah, it's either like just his regular talking voice or his robotic, like loud, like. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How was uh, Archangel? Underused. Yeah. They always underuse him, even in like yeah. last stand. But he's a like, lot better than last. Oh, and by the way. Like I do nothing. <laughs> Flies <laughs> off with his dad. <laughs> I know. Catches his dad and bones out. Yeah. Dude. Uh, Brian Singer throws some some massive shade on, on last, stand. last stand, dude. Uh, yeah. Did you, did, you, did you catch it? Oh, the third one always sucks. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, it's not even <laughs> no subtle. Yeah. Wow. They, they come out of. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. They come out of. You know the that old theater. movie? Yeah. That that old movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. They come out of the theater. And they had just watched Return of the Jedi, and they're like, "Oh, do you think? Oh, Empire Strikes Back is the best, whatever." And and then uh, one of them says, "Oh, well, everybody knows the third one always sucks." Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, dude. So it was that's crazy. Some crazy shade on. Uh, I took it as self deprecating. I thought like maybe he meant it out of first class. Film? That's. First class, uh, Days of Future Past, and now this one. Like maybe he was kind of self-deprecating, no way, like passive aggressive. No, no, because he didn't He's do anything about. He didn't do anything with First Class. That was in his movie. Yeah, that was Michael Vaughn. Mm. So that wasn't him at all. But um, yeah, it, I, that's th- funny, dude. That's I thought it's crazy how somebody would just throw some shade on some another direct, uh, director, well, which mean, is weird because you can hardly horrible. hear it. It, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you just mentioned, the Angel thing was yeah. horrible. 
He just like, yeah, he just flies away. Yeah. He flies carrying his dad. It's like, dude, that's all he does? That's like, all. No, that's nothing. funny, too, because, I mean, I've, I've, I've obviously, you guys all know me, and I read the spoilers to the movie, even though I didn't watch <laughs> it. But there's certain. And what website is that? It's, it's called themoviespoiler.com. Yeah. Yeah, get on there. Um, but there's certain elements to this one that I guess would also lead to him kind of like throwing shade on like the third one too. Cause like with how apocalypse is handled at the end, kind of defeated by like a certain revelation or whatever, like, you know, that just the fact that he included that into his own movie too, kind of makes it seem like, Oh, I can do it better than you did. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But um, the, the going back to angel real quick, obviously it was better than, than three. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> your opinion, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had that in mind about Angel. Is that uh, it? It was it was way better than than Last Stand for sure. And and the it was whole still underutilized. Huh? Yeah, it was. But still, though, it was better um, to actually see Archangel. You oh, know yeah. the the whole the way he looked and everything. So, anyways, I wish you would have given that with like the neon look, dude. That would have been dope. He it almost has it. It looked like he almost had it. It almost has it, but it just doesn't have that neon glow, like you said. But it has everything the suit, the stuff on his face, everything looks. Does he put like that hood over? It's not a hood, but it's the whole lines like he has in the the comic book. Yeah, yeah. It's like not the helmet. He puts it on the face. No, it's not the helmet look, but it's pretty close. Um, That's cool. It wasn't bad. I think he he looked good, but it wasn't obviously it wasn't used as well. But on that note, I think all the villains aside from Apocalypse were underutilized, like Storm. Psylocke and Angel, they were kind of just like... Wait, vi- Storm's a villain? Well, they're yeah. not villains. They were the horsemen. But that's another thing, too, is how he sways them. Like, he's like he doesn't explain because how it's... How does that happen with Storm? Well, the, the movie tries to explain that it's like he does... It's not mind control, but he's like... He brainwashes them, but it doesn't explain how. He just tells them, and you could see their look in their eye that they're being like brainwashed. But uh, you know, it's kind of weird. That's another thing that the, he what he does is he enhances everybody's power. Uh, like this is how powerful. Like he take increases their power, and because he increases their power, I guess they feel some sort of like connection, obligation towards him. Well, you know what I mean, not exactly though. Remember when he's looking at them and his eyes change. Right, but that's so him. It, but it's like a, it's like a mind control type thing that you're supposed to expect from that. He does say, "Yeah, I'm gonna enhance your powers," but then his eyes change when he's looking at him and make it seem like hypnotizes them. You know what I mean? That that's what I got from it at least. But, anyways, um, the is that included in telepathy? United Front. United no, because he in this cause because I, he does have telepathic powers. He does have if telepathic the powers. Blog, then you'd know that that's what yeah. But saying. in this in the movie, he didn't. <laughs> Like that's the thing, though. He well, no, have... he does explain that he's got all these powers because he's been he transferring body him, to body. He? Yeah, right. He's got all these mutant powers. What's up? And I like that's one thing too that I I read that he didn't <laughs> he didn't uh like stuff that we see in the trailers doesn't necessarily happen in real life. So there's a part where like you see him grow, but he never actually does that. Like. That 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 is happening in like their minds or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah it's like a mind battle he's having with Xavier. So, but it, like he never actually grows or like shift. Does he ever shift his no like no, his doesn't. shape or anything like that? See, that's no. lame, dude. Because I feel like they could have done a lot with that. Yeah, sort of yeah. The well, just to even make him seem more physically imposing. The, um, go ahead. Oh no, I'm I was gonna say that they did say that he like he mentions that 
the one power he wants, he doesn't have, and he wants to take it from Professor X, which is the whole telepathy thing. So that's why I'm like, I don't like, I don't see the bridge between like the whole hypnosis thing, but uh, it kind of does say he doesn't have telepathy. Yeah, you're right about that. That's yeah. true. Like, why does he? Well, he says he wants to be everywhere at once. So being right. able to be in the minds of others. Right. So that's where I see the difference between. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, the movie does end with, you know, obviously. Spoiler. Um, well, yeah, sorry. Spoiler. Well, no, I wasn't going to say what, but I will say that it was it ends with potential other movies. Right. And that's no secret. I'm sure they want to, you know, make other yeah. movies. Yeah. Have you already announced it's going to happen in the 90s or something like that? I think potentially, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the I mean, expectation. I mean, it's the formula, but I feel like we mentioned that in the last, the last podcast where they... And, and you know what? I'm going to give this spoiler away, but this is no big spoiler because obviously you have to look at, we know what the villains are. But I'll tell you what, they're already um, uh, giving a hint that the next villain will be Mr. Sinister. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's who it should be because there's nobody else. <laughs> that's why I said it's not much of a spoiler because yeah. that's the other main villain for the X-Men. Well, are, so. they, are they still going to consider then the first three X-Men movies canon to all this? I think with Days of Future Past, it's, they kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think it kind the, of like... Does yeah, it give them a slate. whole fresh slate, yeah. right? Yeah, because they changed the timeline, so they kind of... Because then, like, then they just got a whole new... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then that's why you can still see um, Colossus come in, even though they put him in Deadpool. I'm sure they could bring him in, and they need Nuclear to bring in Shadowcat. Teenage Warhead. <laughs> yeah. What's their name? Negasonic. Yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> That is the coolest name. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. What the? Yep. That was pretty dope. Um, So, yeah, let's move on to our next segment. Talking about these apocalypse and wars and battles. Why don't we talk about what our our favorite war movies are? What what are our favorite war movies? So, who wants to go first? Who wants to start first and tell us what your favorite war movie is? Uno. All right. Well... Um, it's a, yeah, my favorite movie is a, is a film from the, uh, cinema noir from France, circa 1920. It's, uh, directed by this obscure director. Ah, Oh my God. (laughs) Snap. Come on. I think, I honestly think like my favorite war movie would probably have to be Inglorious Bastards. Like, there's other movies that are probably better quality as a film, right? Like, Oscar-winning movies. And there's probably other movies that are a little bit more easy to digest, kind of like consumable fun movies, like Predator-ish. But I think, like, um, it, like uh, Inglorious Bastards has this great, like, middle ground. And it's just got great rewatchable value. Like, you could come in at any... You could walk into your house, and it's, like, right in the middle of something, and you could sit there and watch it. Like that, so I'd probably say Inglorious Bastards. Dude. Heck yeah, the bad Jew. Dude, I was gonna say <laughs> Teddy Williams knocks his head out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was totally gonna say the Jew bear. <laughs> but it's, I thought it was. That's it's the, the bear, bear Jew, Jew right? Uh, the bear yeah. Jew. I was gonna say I, I love the Jew bear. <laughs> that would have sounded weird. But the bear Jew, that's an awesome name, actually, dude. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And your name actually fits. What is it? The little man. Wait, you guys call me the little man? <laughs> <laughs> Quintertino, dude. That's Everybody's it. heard of Hugo Schnicklets. 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 Doesn't that? And what's the name of the guy who punches some guy in the mouth? Like totally, like 
That's Hugo Stiglitz. That's Hugo Stiglitz. Yeah, 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 he sticks his hand in his throat and yeah. he's like, yeah. Yeah. That food. what the heck, dude? dude? That first scene, dude. I remember watching that like that first scene in the theater, and I was like, dude, like this is like one of the most epic things I've. And that's what I. That's what put freaking what's his name, uh, Hugo Waltz, on the map, dude. Like, yeah, that yeah. whole first scene where he's just like he's calmly like you know English. Let's Christoph talk in English. Waltz. What did you call him? Hugo, Hugo, Waltz. Hugo Waltz. I think because I was saying Hugo, Hugo Stiglitz. Stiglitz. Yeah. No, Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. When he's like, he's like, let's talk in English or whatever. Yeah. And then like that whole thing just like is going down in English. And then you see the people underneath the boards. Like uh, he won the that Acad- is insane. He won the Academy was, Award for that. Bye, so Chuchana. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Dude. Yeah, he's he's so good. Dude. Dude. Yeah, that's right. Dude, uh, I'm um, an idiot. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Quinn Tarantino. <laughs> Has a talent for finding people, dude, or reviving uh, careers. careers, like he did with Travolta, and yeah. he put on, he found Christoph Waltz, yeah, Bruce um, Willis, too, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, in uh, Pulp Fiction, in uh, Kill Bill, dude. He brought up uh, was it David Carradine? Oh yeah, from out of nowhere, dude. And he, he just that's yeah. awesome, dude. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Masonic. What's your favorite war movie? Let's see. I I was wrestling with uh, a few of them, but I'm actually gonna go with. Just saluted me. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was, Dude, that good. was like a huge build That's up. Good. No, because I was like, I was wrestling with them, and then I was like, why can't I not remember the title right now? Because you're making it up. Don, Don, Don. I really can't remember the title. Oh, now. Geez, right, let's go. We'll oh, describe it. I want to just hear you describe it. Uh, and maybe we can come up with the title. Go. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Glory. Glory with Matthew Broderick and all right, uh, all right. oh, that's an awesome movie. Denzel Washington, uh, Denzel Washington, and Morgan Freeman. The hundred uh, the pirates and the the Princess Bride guy, Spencer dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was a oh, that's right, he was in douche it. in this though. Yeah, he wasn't that. No, great. he was. He, he was wasn't a he? Guy. He was he was cool. He came around. Okay. <laughs> Came around. <laughs> Came around to liking black people. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That's a great movie, though, obviously. Terrible. That's, that's terrible. really good. Yeah. Dude. I remember watching it in school, and I was like, dude, we got to watch this Isn't movie. That? And then it was like eighth grade, and then by the end of it, I was like crying. I was like, oh, my God, they all die. Spoiler alert, but that's... that's <laughs> it was like 50 movie. years old. I'm sure it's not a spoiler It's anymore. not a lawyer. It's in history. Yeah. <laughs> That's like reading the history books. That was Spoiler a good touching movie, though. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. It dope. hit home with me like most war movies should. Jay? Dude, I'm going to go a little more modern. I'm going to say Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, and I like it mainly because it has, like, they're fighting wars in, like, exosuits. And I think that's, like, a dream come true for me. Because <laughs> I talk about it all the time, dude. Any, any chance I get to talk about Exosquad, I'll, I'll talk about it. Because that's such a freaking dope concept, dude, of, like, putting someone in an exoskeleton. And it's not, like, cheap, like, uh, what was it, Elysium, the way they did with, like, Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, this was, like, full on, like, dudes were in metal suits and, like, machine guns and, like, the whole, was what? Is that the movie with the Sons of Anarchy guy? Uh, Sons of Anarchy? No, that's. No, it had Tom Cruise. You're talking about. <laughs> it had Tom Cruise in it. And uh, Emily Blunt. <laughs> dude, no, that, like, you're, you're and Emily Blunt's pretty legit in that movie too. Dude, she has like that. She has like a sword made out of a propeller, like a, a propeller blade or whatever, dude, from a helicopter. Oh, you don't dude. got one of those? That is sick, dude. <laughs> no, I wish I did. Laying around. Hey, they're the cut any pick and save, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's big Take lots that. now, fool. It's big lots, fool. <laughs> no, change, dude. That's an underrated movie. It's actually really good. Heck that's yeah, a it really is, good dude. movie, dude. And and you know Emily Blunt, dude. She's a legit action star, too. 
She's actually one I was going to use in the next segment right now, but dude. But yeah, uh, I know I was kind of considering it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I th- I think that's a that's a great movie, dude. Um, the uh, my pick is uh, a disclaimer. I don't think it's the best movie, but it's a movie that for some reason as a kid when I watched it, uh, uh as a kid with my dad, I just it stuck with me, you know. Maybe because I watched it with my dad, and my dad was a really big fan of of Clint Eastwood. Oh yes, and uh, the movie I'm talking about is Heartbreak Ridge, and it's probably a really lesser known movie, but it's Clint Eastwood, and dude, I just remember like um, picturing like this older guy, dude, but he was a badass, dude. Like, it, it's about him and his platoon that he's training, but his platoon is made up of a bunch of like misfits, like um, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name right now, but uh, Peebles, or, or Mario Van Peebles, Mario Van Peebles. He's in it, and he's kind of like a like a slacker. Yeah, and and they all like hate Clint Eastwood, but or his character, um, Major Gunner Sergeant. I forgot what his name is, but he um, he later wins their respect and mm-hmm. learns that you know this guy really cares for his platoon, and it just sticks with me. And there's a scene that that him and the platoon leader for uh, the the rival platoon, who's a younger version of him. Uh, they fight in this like mud pit and like Clint Eastwood, the older guy, totally owns this other dude. And that's when everybody starts saying, dude, this is like, like what? he's legit, dude. Even though he's <laughs> an old dude, he's legit. And you know, Clint Eastwood always plays the macho right. dude, you know? And I thought it was so cool, dude. It, and it, he plays human jerky, dude. That's what he is in every movie, dude. Human, human jer- jerky? Human jerky, dude. He's just what? this tough, dry... <laughs> Like, if you were to eat him, you'd probably, like, your jaw would hurt when it was done. <laughs> stupid. Why would you want to eat him, fool? <laughs> you crazy. That's awesome. Anyway. so good. It's called Heartbreak Ridge. Check it out. I think uh, you guys would like it. It's it's pretty good. Dude, but honorable mentions, obviously, there's, uh, like, Saving Full Metal Private Jacket Ryan. is legit. Full Metal Jacket. Dude, I, so, um, Saving Private. The Great Escape. Fury. Fury. I thought that was Fury. Oh, Fury. Actually, Fury is another modern classic. I was pretty impressed Rambo? with Fury. Rambo? Fury was great. Rambo. 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 Rambo in there, dude. Commando? Wait, wait, wait. Commando? Rambo? Can you give me a scene for Rambo? Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, he mentioned Saving Private Ryan. There's a scene in there. I, I there's certain movies that I just cannot watch because of how like how disturbing it is. Like Saving Private Ryan is cool up to the point where do you remember that scene where that one guy, there's a young dude, the knife. Yeah, he's fighting with the Nazi, and then he watches him, and he's just like, yeah, he's like turning like he's no 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 yeah he's jabbing the knife to oh dude I. Dude, just thinking about it, dude. Just and then the makes kid me... just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, he just sits oh. down. And then, dude, the worst part is that, like, like, because what was to me was like the the most striking thing of that was when the soldier comes down and he doesn't kill him because he's like, dude, you're no threat to me. Like, yeah. it just kind of puts him in a box, dude. It's just like, dude, you're like a kid, dude. Like, you're nothing. you're weak. You're, you're weak, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my time to take you out. Oh, my I'm just gonna walk you. away from you, dude. And I was like, oh, dude, that is. Like just like a spit and then the kid the comes face. up and shoots him in the back or or comes up on the side of him and kills him. Yeah, yeah. and then he, and then it's like stupid because then it's like he's like a it's hero. one dude with one gun and then he like has 
like five guys all put their guns down and like and he shoots him and then like yeah I think he just like shoots one of <laughs> yeah, the guys but it's like that guy he shoots that guy oh he yeah. does yeah yeah I remember that I know dude, dude that that's that but I'm like, dude, that's retarded because of that scene I cannot watch that movie because yeah it's that, so that's a gut wrenching scene right yeah there. it's so I cannot well, that's no 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 no, no. I knew exactly what you said I can't watch I know why dude that scene that was just, I thought you were talking oh about when Vin God. Diesel got shot because it was just horrible <laughs> <laughs> my life just got flipped upside down when that happened. Dude, the sniper. Toretto, no, Toretto. The sniper in that movie is just great, dude. Uh, that scene yeah. was dude, awesome. Oh, I yeah. think all of us, because we, because we grew up in church, or like, like you know, had some affiliation with church. Like, would I think pictured ourselves in that sense? Like if we, <laughs> if we went to war, we'd be that guy. Like, the coolest, you know, yeah. like we can do all things in Christ. And like you know, reciting. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reciting scriptures as like we're taking dudes out or whatever. The path of the righteous man is beset. <laughs> the other, the other movie. That was the thing. Remember, like Big Lou would always like uh, when we would play. We would be playing like in like our backyards or whatever. Like he'd be the one. He'd be the one calling out the uh, the signs. He's like, yeah, yeah. Two tiger two tanks. Tiger tanks. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he, he memorized all the signs of like all the like the. The tanks coming in and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So um, there's a lot of movies we could watch. And then, oh, uh, there's a lot of so movies we could we could uh, recommend. But those are our picks for best war movies. At least our uh, opinions on it. But let's move on to the next segment. Now, if we're talking about war movies, one thing we don't often see, with the exception of the one Jay mentioned, is an all-female war movie. And maybe because they don't let females out in the... <laughs> in the uh, uh, battlegrounds but or yeah on, on the battle on, on the battleground but what who would we pitch in a, a, a war movie although i would actually pick emily blunt because she's awesome yeah, but dude. um who would you pick you know, like, i don't want to have like salma hayek and penelope cruz in a movie like i'd call it bandidas where they're like where they like wait, they wait a, a minute? Is it? What? They already did that movie, dude. And I think they have the exact same title too. Yes. What? <laughs> what? Movie mine? No, no, no. Okay, so check this out, dude. Okay, for reals. Here we go. I would do, oh, let's say, Rebecca Ferguson and uh, Jennifer Lawrence in like a movie where they're like warriors of Atlantis, and like the war happens underground. Like some sort of fantasy world, but that's what I like to see. You just want to see those those girls in bikinis, fool. They don't need to be in bikinis, dude. They're mermaids. Atlantis, They're Atlantis mermaids. is underwater, fool. It's Atlantis. They they could be like you know in like swimsuits, <laughs> like I full just said on well, not bikinis, like onesies, like onesies, onesies, dude. Nineteen fifties and wear and wear t-shirts or all tattooed. <laughs> wear t-shirts. Wear t-shirts over their their swimsuits. <laughs> Perbs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, who would you get to direct that movie? Mm, Christopher Nolan. So you're not even trying, dude. I know. You know you get out of here. Get out of here. Gabriel <laughs> Sonic. Gabe Ruth. Oh uh, yeah, my my female lead would be Katherine Heigl because she's a major B face. B face. Well, this is a uh, we can't use foul language on this podcast. <laughs> I don't want to. Don't want to hurt the the viewers. <laughs> Ears, you know, earmuffs, uh, earmuffs. That I really is, couldn't think of an all-female cast or an all—I don't know enough female leads, really. Katie Segal, she'd be a good. She'd be good in a war movie because <laughs> she's tore up. Peggy Bundy, dude. <laughs> oh, Peggy wait. Bundy, dude. dude but she sucks. looks. She looks rough, dude. Demi like, Moore. Uh, G.I.J. Moore. 
Ah, dude, freaking Angelina Jolie, dude. Oh yeah. There you go. Those are my picks. Dude, go. Scarlett Johansson, man. Like there needs to, there could, like she, like there's the, that should she is worthy of a solo movie as or Black did. Widow. Dude, like honestly, like going back to Captain America: Civil War, like there were some scenes when I was like, man, she's like the female G- Jason Bourne, dude. Especially in that opening sequence when they're taking out. Oh yeah, she took out those two dudes. That's pretty legit. She's always pretty. Well, Rebecca Ferguson kind of played that role a little bit, you know, like that. um, Mission Impossible agent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue Nation. I'm just trying to name off actresses that we might be. Right, (laughs) dude. Who'd you? Who'd you? uh, I would get my girlfriend Alicia Vikander and um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen to be in a 1920s era. World War One type of movie. Pilots? With no, not pilots, <laughs> not pilots. But because you mentioned Sky it, Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Because I know, right? Because you had mentioned it, dude. You said that I was like semi hipster, so I was like, dude, what's what's like the most hipster thing that I can do? So I have Wes Anderson direct this movie <laughs> and have it kind of like, kind of Omar's like Omar's just like yes, like, yeah, <laughs> kind of like a like a like a uh, they're trying to like steal codes and stuff to like. To like break messages up or whatever, and it's just like a, them, like them two infiltrating like this. I don't know, the, like the, some base or whatever, and they go and they like steal these codes and stuff. But with like the the eccentric eccentricity and intricacy of Wes Anderson. Boom! You're using too many words, so I'm gonna take them <laughs> as disrespect. As disrespect. Watch, Watch your, your mouth. mouth. Help me, make, <laughs> help me make this podcast. Rolling twenties. Earmuffs. Dang. <laughs> Hi, Willis. Yeah, I had almost the kind of same idea as you did. No, you didn't. If we just copied me. Yeah, dude, I just did it right now. <laughs> Literally just copied me. Right no, now. but I was thinking more of that these, uh, like a like a f- all-female um, mobsters. Remember that movie? Yeah, like, dude. Like four um, female, um, what would you call those? Bootleggers. You know, and they had their own uh, bootlegging alcohol and stuff, and they're running that whole operation and stuff be cool to have that because i love that era yeah like uh, you guys don't know what to- movie i'm talking about talking about uh mobsters with christian slater um patrick dempsey patrick dempsey you're right and so it'd be i love that era because this movie yeah it's them too i know for sure and then uh, i can't remember name? the other from two. 21 jump street uh the other guy is it uh, richard grico richard grico's in there yeah and then i oh, can't the remember four the one the mobster that's bugsy one? right i just yeah. said bugsy. christian slater yeah, that's Was lucky. He He's lucky. Luciano. Are you not paying attention, fool? I said, <laughs> he he said, said the first thing said I said that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Dempsey's uh, Patrick Dempsey's uh, Maya Lansky. Yeah. Maya oh, Lansky. Patrick Dempsey's. <laughs> oh, Maya Lansky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but an all-female version of that. So like with you know Angelina Jolie's already played in that era. Oh, no, so I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of another movie. I always remember that that scene with Tim Roth. Uh, Oh, that's hoodlum. Hoodlum, yeah, dude. It's like I always remember the yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. boom, and it just like shoots him. I always remember that scene. Dude, I don't know why. That's with um, what's his name, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne dude. as a bumpy Andy Garcia, bumpy yeah. Johnson. Yeah, that's a, uh, Andy Garcia is uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, who are we yeah. talking about? Al Pacino. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Andy Garcia is Al Pacino. <laughs> He's Al Pacino. Andy Garcia. No, as Al Pacino. Whoa, <laughs> 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 no, I really want to see Ben Al Affleck as like Al Capone. Al Capone. I want to see no, Ben Affleck as Tom Hardy too. 
Oh yeah, you're right. He's Lucky Luciano. My yeah, had the yeah, dude. Like with Bruce Willis starring as George George Clooney, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, that's dope. All right, so let's go over to our next segment, dude. We wanted to talk about our own personal wars. Oh yeah, our own uh, wars with other people or other things, and this is gonna be fun. And uh, so we wanted to start out with that. Gabe, why don't you tell us? Do you have a story or something that uh, yeah. you went to war with somebody? Yeah, I have a, it, was a, it was a three, four-year war, actually. Dang. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was a war of wars. All right, we don't have all day, so don't, <laughs> we'll take all that on. So when I was a kid, I actually had formed the X-Men Club at my school. <laughs> so That's legit. It was dude. legit because people were giving us money for costumes. No yes. way. Yes. Wait, what? Kids, we would hold tryouts for each member. Like, it was me, my best friend Jordan. I was Wolverine. He was of Gambit. Of course. I mean, it's best. And then we'd have trials for all the other characters. And the girls would get involved. And usually we'd pick the girls we'd like to be the characters that we liked. Right, right, right. But they would As do trials. Should. They would fight each other. We'd be like, fight each other. And they'd fight. <laughs> and they'd <laughs> like, wait. Like, actually physically. Physically fight, dude. I mean, it was wow. like kid fighting, so it wasn't like brutal blood or anything like that. But, I mean, it, it usually ended pretty quickly. But And even sometimes they're like, oh, here, we want to give this money to the X-Men club so we can buy costumes. because. We literally thought we were the X-Men. It's funny because I had all this money. I didn't spend it. My brother stole it from me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. We probably had like 20 bucks, and then my brother just stole it. He was a true villain, dude. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was a true real villain, villain dude. dude. Straight up. He was a villain. We didn't even know about it because we were too much concentrating on the other kids. So there was like, There's like three kids that we didn't like. Uh, well, for me, I didn't like. Me and him just never got along. We were always enemies. And it's like, as true mortal enemies, you don't even know why you're mortal enemies. Dude, that's you awesome. don't Dad, like each other. That is epic, dude. Yeah, that's so we used awesome to fight thing. all the time. I remember my best friend, the first time I met him, this he was antagonizing me. I was like, you want to be in the X-Men club? Take care of him. And he went over there, grabbed him by the wrist, and just threw him across the pavement, dude. <laughs> like, instantly, he was like, ah! And he, like... <laughs> <laughs> like crawled away, like slithered away into his tunnel. And it was like, man, it was like, I felt like I was an actual leader. It was pretty crazy. That's awesome, dude. So that that war went on until we actually grew up and realized, like, okay, we're not X Men. So you stopped last year? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> People are still giving me money though. I'm still accepting donations. So we've seen some of your pictures, dude. Dressed up as some some characters there, dude. Dude, that is amazing. Jay? Dude, I had uh, I had this thing with uh, a teacher in uh, high school that for the longest time he kept thinking that uh, everything I would write was I would I was plagiarizing everything because mm. mm. um, because obviously, <laughs> obviously like you know a kid from Cutter or whatever couldn't write the things that I was writing apparently um, and I got so frustrated dude to the point where like uh, and like I, I still give like a lot of respect to my high school teacher. Miss Marion, wherever you are, much love, girl, wherever you're at. Uh, she was, like, one of my favorite teachers, dude. Like, she was dope. So I told her about it. She was, because, like, she saw that I was, like, bummed out. And she, like, we had, like, that, that student teacher moment where she was, like, hey, buddy, what's going on or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then I was, like, dude, this freaking, like, history teacher keeps saying that, like, I'm plagiarizing everything. Like, everything that I write, like, he's had me write the same paper, like, five times. And it's, like, I keep writing something different. And he keeps thinking that, like, I'm I'm freaking doing it with like i'm getting it from somewhere else or whatever and uh she was like who's this teacher and like uh, and i told her and she was like dude like she she told all the class she's like 
hey guys like everyone just read on your own and so she took me out of the class and we like literally marched over Dang. to that dude's classroom and like she like knocked on the door and he was like in class and um and and she was like oh like what's going on and like i was just saying i was like oh shoot like this is going down dude like <laughs> i felt like having heart at that moment dude i was like it's about to go down like and i was just staring at her and i was like i need to see you outside your classroom really quick and um it was like oh, i'm sorry i'm in the middle of something and then she was like okay well I'll say in front of them too and like and i remember this vividly dude because she got like into it and she was like this is like he is probably one of the top students in my in my classrooms or whatever he is uh, like the most talented writer I've ever seen like in, in like in this school's history. Like she was saying like all this crazy stuff. And she was like, and the fact that you keep like saying that he's taking things from like you know, wherever you're saying he's taking things from, like I don't appreciate that you're putting him down that way because that's not encouraging him. And Laura like, she went off, dude. And like Dang, that's awesome. she was like throwing like that Princeton weight on that food, dude. And I was like, hey, that's what he what's said. Up, yeah, what he do? And he was just kinda like, oh, oh well, I, I, I'm sorry, like it's just that, uh, 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 like, he was just kind of, like, stuttering over his words. And it's like, well, we'll have a private conversation about this. And that part, I don't know what happened then. But after that, he was just, like, chill. He was like, oh, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, how's the writing coming along? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he all of a sudden got an interest in, like, all the stuff I was writing and stuff. And I was just, like, after that, I was just looking at that phone. I was like, yeah, chupa. <laughs> <laughs> Suck. Who is, like, who is that history teacher? Uh, Aguilar. Miss Africa. Oh, yeah, he's is. the worst. Oh, I know who that guy is, dude. Yeah, dude. I forget what his first name is. Millhouse. Dude, Millhouse. Sorry, I remember. That Jacob. Like, that would look like Millhouse, dude. <laughs> like, like an Jacob. overgrown Millhouse. Yeah, dude. We used to call him by his name, and he gets so pissed, dude. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Go ahead, dude. What? I, I can't think of anything. Are right you now. serious? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, hmm. But go ahead. All right. Okay, I got something. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... <clears throat> When I was around, uh, this was an ongoing thing, dude, with this one person, dude. Uh, and you guys probably know his name is Osvaldo. Oh, yeah. I put his name out there. You don't know him. <laughs> but uh, Jay and, and you know, here we'll, we'll know what this guy did. This was, was a trip because uh, it was, I was around like 15, kind of when I started. And for some reason, dude, look, uh, disclaimer out there, dude, I was not proud of myself, right? Because... I don't know why, dude. I may have been like 5'1 during this time, and this fool was like 6'2. But I still bullied this fool. <laughs> I, I did, dude. I was not nice to him, dude. But, you know, it just, I don't know what was about him that I didn't like, man. It was just, I don't know, dude. He was, I mean, he would try to bully other people too, but I was kind of like bullying him as well. Because I didn't like him the way he would treat other people, but I'm not trying to say I was like doing it as a, for a good reason, but I just didn't like him. There was something about him I didn't like. And the worst part of it is, is most of it was at church, <laughs> of all places, dude. Oh. <laughs> of all places, dude. But um, dang, they got dare programs because of people like you. Probably, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I said already, I'm not proud of myself, dude. But there was this one time, man, where we were going to camp. We were on our way to camp. We stopped off to eat somewhere, and I think it was it was McDonald's, I think. And I was in the car with somebody else and I was in the, in, I was in the back of the back seat of the car. And next to me was, if you guys remember Juan Carlos yeah. was next to me. <laughs> was he yeah. on last episode? No. And uh, so <laughs> I got, dude, I don't know why. <laughs> in your story? No. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I had like, I had like pennies and I threw the pennies out the door. I don't know why I did this dude, but obviously I'm not gonna lie. There was some intention to hit that guy's car. And <laughs> I did. 
and I hit like I hit Oswaldo's car with the pennies, dude. And and if you guys remember Oswaldo, he was like all into his cars, like he was like a big car dude. Yeah. And dude, I just threw it, dude, and I'm like, whatever. And it hit his car. And dude, I literally looked like in the cartoons where like the bull where the smoke is coming out of their nose, dude, and out of their ears because he's so pissed. So I just saw his eyes widen up. He came out of his car and he was coming towards the car that I was in. And I just saw him. I was like, oh, dude, this guy's going to pummel me, dude. Like, dude, literally, that fool could have killed me, dude, because he's like six something. And I'm like this little dude, whatever. So I'm in the back seat and I see him. And I had a, a, those, those, you know, those McDonald's uh, drink carriers. Yeah. <laughs> I carry four, four drinks in there, dude. And he was coming towards me. And the only thing I could think of is I'm going to hit first, dude. And I got the four drinks and I hit him in the face with it before, <laughs> before he hit me. Like, like preemptive strike. He was coming for me. And I'm like, well, might as well. So I went, bam, hit him in the face with it. And all the, on his, I mean, the thing broke all over his, his body. And then he was trying to reach me, but I'm like in the back and pushing, putting Juan Carlos in front of me, dude. <laughs> and so he's punching and Juan Carlos is like, ah, ah, ah. And I'm like, I'm like backing up, dude. Yes. And dude, the whole time he's like, like practically punching Juan Carlos and not me. And, um, and so like finally, dude, they had to separate him and move him out of the way. And he's all wet and everything and like with the sodas. And uh, finally we get to the campsite. And dude, he's fuming, but one of the, the main uh, counselors right there, whatever, had to sit us down and say, what's going on? Why did I do this? What happened? I got busted. Then we got back to church. Got to talk to the ancianos, the elders oh, of the church. Okay. And, got put in discipline or what? Nah, fool. They just said that was both our faults, <laughs> even though probably he didn't do anything, but <laughs> it was really more my fault. <laughs> but uh, it was bad, dude. But I mean, that that was part of it. And then, I mean, from then on, dude, like he hated me, dude. Oh man, I hated playing basketball with him too because you knock me down because he's so huge, dude. It was, it was crazy, dude. Hey, Oswaldo, try, try and, try and punk me now, chump. <laughs> chump. I caught up to that fool. It's did, not did that he, big he would anymore. Punk you too, right? No, nah, I think I was too young for him. But he's he? he always like a certified douche. Yeah, he would punk everybody, <laughs> dude. And I think that's why I would just like <laughs> punk him back. Certified. Dude, let him know. That was my personal. What, what about know. you, dude? Oh, dude, I remember now. So, church camps, dude. Oh, we ran out of time, dude. So, <laughs> we have to wait. Nah, the footy next week. Brought to you guys. <laughs> All right, guys, cool. Nah, it's kidding. No, it's so, like, Jay, you remember this, dude. So, I remember it was a church camp, right? And I remember, like, for some reason, like, I think the school, school year was over, whatever. I got new clothes, right? And I thought I was going to be so cool because I'm going to sport my new clothes. Yes, for, for church yes, camp, you already man. know where this is Heck going. Yeah. You trying to impress Pamela Fu? Uh, I don't know. Not, <laughs> not, <laughs> not that, not this era. <laughs> so, um, I put on my clothes, whatever, my brand new clothes. I walk over, and all my friends are at the pool. So Jay's at the pool, Big Lou's at the pool, and uh, my my at the time <laughs> I wasn't Lou, there. And, and I wasn't there, fool. No, you weren't. Wait, was this? You, no, you were too cool. You were. This was no, in yeah, the era yeah, where we were like, were there, we were scrawny little kids, and you were like a cool teenager. Oh, you know? sorry, sorry. You're yeah, like, Wait, yeah. What's the age gap between you guys? Like ten years. Almost yeah. ten years. Dude. So like, <laughs> so at the time, my my uncle, my mom's brother, was living with us, right? Like, um, and he was like a little younger. Like he was probably like around your age, a little younger. So there was a gap there too, maybe like a seven year, six year gap or whatever. And so I walk over to the pool, and he just decides, like, let me crawl. Dude, that was funny, too, because we're all kind of hyped, dude. Like, 
Cause you know, like this was walking by, like it was all we're all little kid friends. He was like, yeah, like Uno's at the pool, yeah, Uno's at the pool. So it's like attention towards him. Like we can see this fool like walking in into the pool area, right? Or whatever. But I had no intention of going swimming, right? I'm like wearing my jeans yeah, and my yeah, cool yeah. shirt. I could even tell you what I, what that shirt was, dude. I'm traumatized. But it was like a gray shirt with like different co- colored converse across <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> I don't think I ever wore that shirt again. <laughs> so, you burned it at the <laughs> burned it. So like I go to the pool. There's like like you said like a little commotion. I guess whatever. And then so my uncle goes, let's throw him in the pool, right? And he starts corralling everybody. He starts talking, hey, grab him, grab him, grab him. So he's like, Jake, grab his leg, like so and so, grab his grab his other leg. No, no, I grab his arm. They grab me. I'm completely helpless. They throw me in. Right. So this was like <laughs> it was like the kid on YouTube. No way. No, totally, totally. Like I'm not just. I don't want this to happen, dude. Like I got this new con shirt, man, and it's like it's it's like Zach Morris cool, you know? Yeah, dude. And so I get thrown That's in. When you had the bangs too, dude. You had the bangs going on at that Did time. Did I? Didn't I don't. I don't even remember. You're rocking the the leather jacket too. No, not. Oh, no, so so then I get thrown in, right? And it's just like horrible, dude. Heartbroken. No, but tell the rest of the story. Yeah, hold on, hold on. So I come out of the pool and I'm fuming, dude. I'm pissed, right? So I'm pissed. Dude, come I out of the pool it, and I'm walking, I remember this. I'm walking away. I'm walking so away. And, and it's like, obviously, like, it's not just kids in the pool. Like, <laughs> our parents are there too. So, like, my parents, <laughs> yes. Uno's parents. I was, Big I remember parents. this. You were there? Yes, go ahead. So, so, then, so we're all this. kids. We're all laughing, like, ah, you got wear or whatever. Te mojaste, wear or whatever. <laughs> and I'm, like, I, I get out of the pool. I'm walking away. It's church camp. Right, it's church. I'm walking away, and then my my uncle says something snarky, and I just turn around like, you, <laughs> <laughs> like to the top of my. No, no, no. And the best part is like he had like the old man like middle finger, dude. So it was like, like, like all fingers down and just the middle finger just like straight up, dude. Like his finger grew like ten inches that day, dude. Like the sun caught it. Yeah, the sun caught it. It I remember it because it was like silence. Yeah, like everyone's just like, (gasps) like after you said it, dude, because you at the top of my lungs, dude. Yeah, dude, that was amazing. But like, and and you could hear everybody just go. (gasps) And then what happened? And it was uh, just rage. But I remember that, like, this was just like storm, dude. Like he, like he boned out, and we're all like. Santo Dios, like oh my god, <laughs> yes. did he really just say like hermanos? Like I think I think probably like our parents, pro- most likely my mom was like hermanos, like we should all pray, like let's all let's, <laughs> let's all, all get together, let's all pray for him, and let's all pray, let's find him, like like brothers, do we have the oil here? Like let's anoint let's anoint <laughs> him as soon as we see him, like lay hands upon him, like <laughs> there's there's probably like a spirit of uh, or whatever, dude. Uh, yeah, I remember that was freaking dope. That was, dude, that was my I moment of war. Dude, right, right now that you said that, you know, the whole... The it went black, like super, yeah. super flashback? Dude, yes, because I remember that that everyone just, like, just silence. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, like you said, Santo Dios, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> like, it was funny, dude. But now you said that, dude, just real quick. I remember that at a camp, same thing, dude. At a camp, I remember that I, I, um, I took a, like, a boombox. And I had my own like CDs and stuff like that, and I had Rage Against the Machine, and this other teens, oh, dude. I think yes. it was uh, Sammy or I forgot who it was. Started playing Rage Against the Machine, and if you remember, there's a part where he's like, "If you won't do what you tell yeah, me," yeah, and he's blasting it at camp inside the room, dude. Inside of where everybody's at, dude. Like, 
And I'm like, what are you doing? Turn it off, dude. And I was like, they, they, find, they heard it. Like, who's playing that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But <laughs> it was my stuff, dude. I'm like, um, why are you doing that, dude? Of course, that's at church, dude. That's, that's funny. Not dude. church, but it was church camp. But, but anyways, dude, awesome, I know. Dude. Those are our war stories, dude. I got to give up to Gabe's, dude. I like Gabe's. Yeah. Actual actual x-men club dude i wish i had one little tag and i feel kind of bad for this looking down looking back on it but we had this one girl she was super tough like she would kick all our asses and i remember she was trying to prove her strength to one of the members and she was like gabe kick me and i was like what she's like kick me and i kicked her in her leg she's like kick me again i was like are you serious i kicked me and i kicked her i kicked her really hard like five times she told me to kick her she came to school the next day. She goes, her <laughs> <laughs> leg was all bruised. Oh, like, My dad told me to tell you not to kick me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. What the heck? Oh. <laughs> I was like, you're like, wait a minute. You told me to kick me. <laughs> That's terrible, I think dude. that's why he probably didn't beat me up, but. Oh, because she said it. Yeah. She told me to, yeah. like, like repeatedly. But, dude, her leg was all bruised up at the end. Because, I mean, I kicked her how hard. Did be- <laughs> I'm not how did you not beat? How did you not beat your story with that, dude? Because I kicked her I hard. I remembered it as I was reliving those glory days, you know. That's funny, man. Well, I think we're at the end of our show, man. I think we had some good moments there. But we're going to have to wrap it up now. And uh, we want to go ahead and just thank everybody for listening. Thank you for helping us out. Please continue to post our episodes on your wall. Share it with everybody. Um, let other people know. Um, maybe you can get, you know, help other, have other people listen to us. That'd be great. So we, we thank you, everybody who, who's uh, been helping us out and supporting us. Again, shout out to everybody. Thank you so much. And uh, continue to just comment. And if you guys have anything, well, you guys can reach us out on, on Facebook. Uh, you can go on our Instagram page at The Beta Report, our Twitter at The Beta Report. And uh, just, just send us, a, you know, Get, get us involved. We want to, you know, hear from you guys. So uh, until next week, we thank you so much. This is Jeff. This is Uno. Gabe Ruth. <laughs> you forgot that? I thought you were pointing at Jeff. I was looking at you through the TV. <laughs> you know, I'm pointing at myself? <laughs> no, I mean, it's Jay. This is Uno. This is Jay. <laughs> and this, oh, I see Jeff right here. This is Uno. <laughs> Gabe Ruth. <laughs> 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 Peace. <laughs>